Hello and welcome to How to Be Human from ArtisanBusinessSolutions.com, where we tackle your questions about people in the workplace. My name is Daya Osborne and I'm an actor, writer, and development manager. And I'm Katherine Jenkins, though most folks just call me Jenkins, and I'm a people management consultant with Artisan Business Solutions. This is How to Be Human. Okay, this week's question is, what is an appropriate way to stand up to someone in a professional setting? It's oh. a good question. Yeah. <laughs> and I will say that for me, the challenge is to confront someone at all, in any setting. I'm not a confrontational person. In fact, I err on the side of being a doormat. Um, and I don't know if that's being raised female. Mm -hmm. I, I don't know quite where that comes from. Mm -hmm. Certainly some personality things. Though it surprises people usually that I'm... You have a robustness to you <laughs> that would make yeah. a person assume, oh, no, you would not... Be pushed around. No. And yeah, and this could get interesting because we have very different styles mm -hmm. in dealing with confrontation. And that, I mean, all full disclosure, that is part of what I use... Jenkins for in personal coaching, because I have absolutely no problem getting to the bottom of something right now. And there have been better ways to do that. And she's very good at finding more productive ways of getting to the bottom of things. But yeah, there is there's the erring on the side of the doormat situation. Mm -hmm. And then there's the thing that just frustrates the hell out of me and that's the passive aggressive thing oh yeah if you can't just say it to my face like okay or let it go and that that, that doesn't have to be being a doormat but it's the people who they it's let the it be game. the burr under their saddle the and they just game playing that's just so high school when do we grow out of it that i know i can't don't. handle it so what are some more productive ways to right. get to the bottom of these disagreements or interaction issues mm -hmm. with I, I was struck by the fact that confronting someone can encompass a broad range of interactions oh yeah right yeah, yeah. right it's there's please ask before you borrow my pens yeah and there's i know you're sleeping with my wife and both of those are technically confrontations that have and will continue to happen in the workplace yes, yes. <laughs> i mean Sadly. a little bit less i'm sure now that we're all remote yeah. um both of those happen a little bit less at the moment but as we shift back at least partially into um, in person, you get these you get these frustrations and you do have to confront mm. someone because you are having a challenging issue in your interaction. Mm -hmm. So I would encourage people to start by considering their personal safety before they move into any kind of confrontation. Yes. For most individuals they're confronting, hopefully this is a moment of everything's going to be okay. Yes, mm -hmm. everything's going to be okay mm -hmm. and, and you carry on. But sometimes you find certain colleagues or certain topics that certainly can physically put you in danger, mm -hmm. but also mentally or emotionally. Yeah. You know, right now we're dealing with a lot of extra stress on our systems. Yeah. And that's going to continue mm -hmm. when we get back physically working in the same spaces with each other. We need to give each other grace. We also need to give ourselves grace. Mm -hmm. And so I think it's best if you can have these conversations in person. And I think it's best when you can have them in private. But think through and make sure that you're both going to be able to come out of that safely. 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 I, yeah. yeah. Um, Sometimes a, a moderator is the safer right. thing And, and so um, considering that the 
conversations tend to go more smoothly. If you're, if you're asking somebody to change uh, negative behavior, their ego is going to be less involved if there's not an audience present. Mm -hmm. And if you don't, you know, kind of on that safety meter, if you're like, you know what, in a closed room, that's too private. Think about it. If you had that same conversation with the door open, Mm -hmm. no one else is in the room. You're still Mm -hmm. private, but you have the possibility of someone hearing Mm -hmm. and that can both help people feel like they're safe, but also you can feel a little bit more safe with them. Or maybe you're in a quiet corner of your open workspace. There's different ways. There's not just the we are completely alone or we are completely surrounded by people. Mm -hmm. And there have been times when I have specifically invited a person that I know I trust and the other individual trusts Mm -hmm. to be a silent witness so that both of us can be confident that we're being careful in what we say yeah and no one's setting out to hurt the other Uh, along that you feel safe line Mm. of things there is absolutely a line of i am not a person to be messed around with Mm. and then there's the bullying tactic of yelling and screaming i do not prescribe to there ever being ever 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 being a reason to literally scream at people There's no reason for that. There's a lot of things happening wrong with this company if that is what you get. Yeah, I I would say there are are certainly times when it is appropriate to scream at somebody, but at that point, it's the someone's murdering. Like, we've gone so far past a workplace issue. issue. Yeah, yeah, this all all goes to there's some massive other things that should have been taken care of before (laughs) Before the screaming happened. But this kind of inclination where it's just how we do business here is not okay. It is not acceptable. And that should be deemed as just as unprofessional and unacceptable as if you just walked in the door and punched somebody in the face. It is emotionally abusive. It is not okay. A person needs to be here to make their living, to take care of their family, to put food on the table. There is no instance where it is okay. And we've both had bosses scream at us. Oh, yeah. 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 And, and you know, we're both artists. Right. Temperament is not an excuse either. No. You can't say, well, that's how chefs act in the kitchen. No. Screw you. Not in this kitchen. Right. Not on my time, on my dime. This is my kitchen. Mm-hmm. It doesn't happen here. Mm-hmm. And so the, those kind of guidelines need to be dealt with first and foremost. And if you don't have that built into the way that your company works, you're going to be fighting a losing battle, sadly, because that's just the environment that has been acceptable, deemed acceptable by the people who own it and run it. Um, And there's almost nothing you can do at that point, but absent yourself as soon as you can, sadly. But it is just as draining on the emotional abusive side of things Mm -hmm. as if they just came in arms Mm -hmm. flailing. Yeah. Every time you do carry those repercussions mm-hmm. on, you carry that on to a PTSD level of moving on to your next employer. And that's part of why I have developed certain mechanisms that now I am using you to help me to right. undo. Mm-hmm. Those were coping mechanisms, right. which are not appropriate when I go to a new place and carry in uh, those people shouldn't have to deal with the fallout of what I had to go through the last two places I was at and that there's an acknowledgement of that but it's also like don't do that to people and then people won't be in this position of having to unlearn I think that's a good point though as well when we think about the experience of whomever we're confronting Mm. that they just as we have our learned behaviors yeah from previous workplaces, they're going to have theirs, Mm -hmm. which again, you know, you're thinking of your safety and it's important to think of their safety as well, Mm -hmm. Uh, as frustrated as you may be with them, that you're communicating with as much respect as 
you can. You're not setting them off. The, yeah. the goal is not to get under their skin because they've been getting under yours. There's an effort to speak and reach out to the dignity in the other person. Mm -hmm. And that what you're asking for is a relationship of mutual respect. Whatever confrontation is about, it's usually because one person has intentionally or unintentionally disrespected the other. The other person, and yeah. so what you're calling them to is calling them back mm -hmm. to a place of respect. And that cannot be done as you are disrespecting them. Yeah. Even though it feels like it'll even the playing field mm -hmm. of they are disrespecting me, therefore I will disrespect them and then we're even. There's literally no way you can do that. Um, you can call them back to respect or you can devolve into a cyclone of disrespect. Yes. And if you're in one of those confrontational where you know a one-on-one -on -one just isn't going to do what you need to do, it might even make it more explosive. Do you have some other ideas of how people might be able to professionally mm -hmm. confront the situation to get to the bottom of it? Well, I'd say, first of all, avoid gossiping about the situation, mm -hmm. the going and talking to your work friends. It's a very natural impulse. You want to get other people's feedback. You kind of want to feel like you have that moral support, uh, but it will contribute to a toxic work environment. Mm -hmm. If you've got people outside of work or, or a person outside of work, maybe a coach or a counselor, that would be a great place mm -hmm. to take that and talk it through. But then inside work, if you have an HR department, that's a great place to go, mm -hmm. both for support in figuring out how to approach it, for having a witness, mm -hmm. and for, if needed, having repercussions that aren't coming from you for right. the other person's behavior. Right, right. But sometimes HR is part of the problem. Yes. It, I mean, it's yes. really sad, but it absolutely happens. So, you know, you might look if you've got a good team leader, mm -hmm. that's a great place to go. Sometimes you have to go over people's heads. But if you get to the point where you're having to go over people's heads, I would say it's time to consider moving on. Yeah. Um, You're in a more just make it through to and the next How do you day. keep yourself safe? And I will say that cycle of disrespect mm -hmm. is never a part of keeping ourselves safe. Can we talk about documentation? We've talked about this before. It can be a little bit tricky sometimes mm -hmm. when you write something down, especially something emotional. Yeah. We've all seen how many different ways people can interpret a piece of writing that does not have vocal inflection yeah. behind it. Yeah. And some people are much more dry with their <laughs> punctuation. So yeah. it's periods everywhere and you're like, are they unhappy? What happened? Right. Whereas other people are so exclamation point happy that it feels sarcastic you're in a way. At me yeah. You're, yeah, yeah. However, if you're worried that your words may be misconstrued or straight up lied about, mm -hmm. a way to maintain some element of privacy and let people have some space to process mm -hmm. emotionally without being super public about a confrontation might be to drop it in an email. Mm -hmm. In that case, I would suggest that you have somebody else read it, mm -hmm. um, like yeah. HR, like um, a coach, a counselor, a friend outside of work to, to give you feedback on your tone and be specific in your desire to continue a mutually respectful relationship and that yeah. that is the point and the intent. But it does prevent um, the individual you're in conflict with from coming back around and accusing you of saying things that you did not say. Right. Um, you have evidence on your side, which, you know, it's sad, but sometimes that's genuinely necessary. Yes. And I believe we have covered several of the different things that you have spoken about in one of your classes. Which oh, to... my goodness. Yeah. You're right. Um, if you go to artisanbusinesssolutions.com, mm -hmm. up at the top, you'll find a tab for courses. And uh, under communication, there's a, what, it takes 
30 minutes to work yeah. your way through. Um, but it took me a good several months to do my research and develop the material. I find it chock-a-block full of good information about how to communicate appropriately in and out of the workplace, yeah. how to identify your natural communication type, whether you skew more submissive as I do or aggressive like Dea, and then how to find a, your way to a healthy, assertive communication style where you are respectful of other people and respectful and communicative about your own needs. Excellent. So again, you can find that class at artisanbusinesssolutions.com. Don't forget to subscribe to our podcast as well for full lineup and visit us on all of our social media, including Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, LinkedIn, and Quora. I'm Day Osborne. And I'm Catherine Jenkins. And this has been How to Be Human.